Okay, hey. That's... never mind. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good lord. Okay, well, All it's right. synced up now, but... Hey, everybody. I'm Greg. Um, I'm Chandran. I'm Austin. At PissVortex. And welcome to, uh, Gorilla Radio Show, NFT edition. Whether you like it or not, it's another <laughs> fucking episode. Did somebody just spark up a blunt? Yeah. Monkey. 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 Unfortunately, we have not been wiped out by the Jane Goodall cartel yet. Something that is very real and exists. But they are surely on their way. Yeah, of course. Uh, we're going to be assassinated by copyright law before any of that, though, honestly. <laughs> Making the songs Nightcore in the last, like, two episodes did not stop oh. YouTube um, from striking. Oh, it striking didn't help me. we got struck for those? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was, like, a full-on copyright strike, but they did flag it. Where, like, you tried to be slick, but you can't make money off of this uh, video now. And also, we're going to put ads on this video without your permission. Um, Damn. Um, so. What songs did we put on the last episodes? I did not listen to <laughs> um, I did the Nightcore uh, Toby Keith song or whatever the fuck. Which Toby Keith song? The one he made about 9-11. Oh, Where Were You When the World Stood Still? No, wait, no, not that one. Oh. The the other one he made about 9-11. I actually don't know or, Where Were You When the World Stood Still. Or I, I don't, it might be somebody else. It was, uh, it's, it's the one where it he talks about, McGraw. like, bombing... The Middle East. No, Tim McGraw's oh, the. Do you mean, um. Courtesy of the Red the, White. We'll put a boot in your ass. <laughs> yes, yeah. America 6 and Uncle Sam. Yeah. Great yeah, song. it's that one. It's uh. that one. <laughs> yeah, no, they immediately recognized it. I changed the pitch, the speed, and everything, but, you know, they, they don't have any appreciation for the fine art form of Nightcore. But um, That's anyways, I guess this episode we're going to be talking about NFTs and yeah, the plague sadly. they represent to the world of primatology. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Uh, specifically one group in particular. Uh, yeah, but like this... The Bored this, Ape Yacht Club. Yeah, the Bored Ape Yacht Club specifically is... I mean, I think they're the most valuable NFT in the market right now, or whatever. Yes, I've done a little bit of research and have some very worrying figures. God, what if we just get sued by, like, the worst class of people? <laughs> we get our podcast taken down by, like... Permanently taken off the air for just, um, talking too much about, uh... The finances of the, of the Board Ape Yacht Club, which... We talk too much about them laundering money. Yeah, no, I mean, there's no, like, solid proof, which I guess is proof that they're doing money laundering right, but it's definitely money laundering. <laughs> Once Jordan Belfort signs on to your project, you know it's, like, just straight <laughs> money laundering. Yeah, no, literally. Like, <laughs> fucking, the group that started it was, it's a LLC that just formed this year, I guess, called Yuga Labs. Um, there's no information about them, no information about who founded it, no information about why it was founded, just that an LLC was formed shortly after they released a collection of NFTs called the Bored Ape Yacht Club, 
and then all of a sudden they had literally billions of dollars in sales. It's crazy. Which, which, I, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, no, I mean, it's normal behavior from uh, a normal LLC. Um, it's also very normal that uh, U2's manager, Guy Osiri, has, uh, along with Madonna, have Madonna's signed a deal with manager, it already. Yeah. yeah, fucking Jimmy Kimmel has um, a Bored Ape NFT that he has set to his profile picture. I think Steph Curry, too. Um, Jimmy Kimmel's I NFT think... is ours now, by the way. We we screenshotted it, and it's it's gonna be the it's gonna be the That's little uh, cover art for this episode, and it's ours. And That's true. if he wants to do something about it, then he can talk to my lawyer, who is a chimp dressed in a funny suit and tie. <laughs> <laughs> Guy that hasn't lost a case yet. He has not lost a case, mostly because uh, the other. The, the prosecution is too scared to show up to the courtroom. <laughs> and also the judge. It's mostly just him in the courtroom by himself. <laughs> he just screams and which screams is, Which and is screams fair enough. There. Like, fair enough. There is nothing who, in the law preventing I? this. <laughs> yeah, who am I? Who am I to judge? Look, if they can if they can give an orangutan personhood, they can give a chimp a law degree. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of the orangutan with personhood, I'm still hunting it down. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> it's good to know uh, Sandra should still be watching her back. <laughs> Is that her name, Sandra? I think it's Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let, let me Google this really quick. Uh, orangutan with personhood. Sandra. Her name is Sandra. <laughs> I was right. Damn. Totally normal. One of my mom's friends' names is Sandra. No, now I'm going to feel kind of bad for killing that orangutan. You're killing Sandra. Boy. You're killing yeah. your mom's friend, Sandra. <laughs> yeah. No orangutan. Yeah, she lives at the Center for Great Apes, which actually, uh, interesting but only sort of related fact, uh, one of the oldest chimps is living at the Center for Great Apes. His name is Marco. He's 62 years old. He was alive and acting as a circus performer while the moon landing was happening. <laughs> That's kind of insane, actually. Yeah. That, yes. that fucking thing has seen more about the world than I ever have. I mean, that chimp is older than some people's, like... That thing has seen more about the world than I ever care to. <laughs> Unfortunately, like, 30 of those years were just in someone's backyard in South Carolina. Um, oh. But he was okay. a circus performer when the moon landing happened, so maybe they gave him t TV, I don't know. Hopefully. You think, you, think that, you think they let that chip watch the moon landing? <laughs> maybe. Maybe they thought I it was, like, really important. Like, landing. communism is going to win if we don't let uh, this chimpanzee watch America win the space race. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I, I'm feeling in a little bit of a punchy mood. Let's just talk about the board ape yacht. Board ape yacht yeah, let, let's talk about how NFTs are destroying our environment. <laughs> let's circle back to NFTs because it does also loop back into private sanctuaries again, unfortunately. Yes. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of really great excerpts I could take from these articles written about the board ape yacht club. Um, I'm going to say their name in this entirety every single time because I'm evil. Input Magazine made this article about the Board Ape Yacht Club and their, like, big party in 2021 this year, I suppose. 
And I just want to, I want to give you guys an image of the crowd of the people that were there. Um, (laughs) The Board Ape Yacht Club members eat bananas in parentheticals seriously and wear branded sweatshirts to show that they belong. Some are dressed in leather jackets or Hawaiian shirts that match their cartoon apes outfits so fellow club members can recognize them IRL. Quote, your insert Twitter handle is an enthusiastic refrain heard throughout the week. Which... Can I just say, can I just say, if we're just going to be punchy and a little bit mean, can I just say I don't think a single one of these people has ever seen a smidge of coochie. <laughs> well, that that's or nicer Dan, than what I Dan, had or to... Or whatever. That's yeah. nicer than what I had <laughs> to say just, about them. These are just the most virgin people I've ever heard of in my life. They're neoliberal incels. Fucking neoliberal incels. <laughs> neoliberal incels. <laughs> it's, it takes a certain kind of person to go to this big club meeting like this, but then to spend six figures on having friends because um, the Bored Apes right now, the, each of these little individual NFTs goes for always, I think, mainly over $200,000 each. Yeah, I think the lowest one has ever been sold for is 170000 or something like that. Gotcha. Um, I, I, it says here that they... Um, they initially went on sale for two hundred fifty, and they have dollars? now reached two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, oh, they have okay. now reached six figures regularly. Okay. And you can go to their like open sea thing, and you just see every couple of minutes some person decides to spend two hundred to five hundred thousand um, dollars, and that's just kind of like an average here on an invitation to a friend group, essentially. <laughs> Spending $500,000 to be a chud with other chuds. Yeah, like, some of these sales, like, are damn near reaching a million dollars. You know what? New Um, project. I want to know how many of the people who are buying these fucking things were also at the Capitol on January 6th. (laughs) There's gotta be an overlap. Like, it's not a Venn diagram. It's a fucking circle. They're all idiots. (laughs) They went there out of just, like, you know, to be a part of the culture. Because of where the the culture that's where the culture was going, so they all went to raid the capital. You gotta do what you gotta do, you know. God, there's there's another fucking uh, there's another a lot of NFTs are because of the success of the Board Ape Yacht Club are based off of like monkeys, either like pixelated monkeys or variations of two D drawn monkeys or whatever. Um, there's one called the Desperate Ape Wives, which is just a chimp, but it has girl hair and makeup on, so you know that it's Let's a girl go. chimp. <laughs> There's like a gamer girl <laughs> chimp. It, uh, I, I, it's, it's hard, it's hard to find all of these examples when your eyes are like blaring red with anger every time what you try and look into it. I buy my NFT it? wife? <laughs> 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 just ultimate Girl. divorced guy energy on every single NFT post, too. Have you guys seen <laughs> NFT Twitter? Like, the NFTs themselves are fucking atrocious, and so they're obviously money laundering for the Sinaloa cartel. But, um, <laughs> but the real just absolute fucking tragedy is just going on Twitter, seeing anybody post about NFTs, and then, like, 80,000 35-year-old divorced guys just going... No, bro, this is the future. And then when you screenshot their profile picture, they have a fucking meltdown like a child. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's... You're so right. 
and like filing legal action on me for quote tweeting their shit with their dumbass profile picture i want to send you this image um and we're gonna have to put this in the show notes i'm gonna send you this image because this is from that input article that i was mentioning divorced guy energy literally oh god the pinnacle of it this guy ceo of nfts the bowler hat (laughs) he's wearing a bowler hat because his little monkey is wearing a bowler hat (laughs) He dressed up as his fucking ape at the little thing, at the little fucking club get together. Is wearing a bowler hat. <laughs> this is like a dis- like if you like okay if you could if you could take the Joe Rogan podcast and distill it into like like crystal clear <laughs> like ninety proof liquor, and then you just pour that on the floor, you just get these guys. This is just like what the Joe Rogan experience really is. It's just you become a bowler hat wearing NFT, bro. <laughs> um, every single person that is being interviewed for these things is an old white guy. Like It's sort of like being a furry for like people who were alcoholics in the 90s. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like old people who were who uh, never mind. <laughs> What are you trying to say? What the fuck does that mean? No, no, no. I want like, explain it. What are, you, what are you trying to what are you trying to say to us? Like people who like okay, I was I was envisioning in my mind like this image of a man who like um was down on his luck, lo- like lost the kids in the divorce, and is just just like somehow as like a has lived like the past like twenty years as a like single sigma male type guy and. Um, it, you know, I, I'm realizing now I'm just writing a fan fiction about this man that I'm seeing in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I mean, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I don't know how, like, I can almost understand the psychosis needed to get into this when you're, like, that kind of a guy, because I was thinking about it the other day, man, if I'm alone at, like, 35, like, I would also be heavily invested in NFTs, like. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that's what, that's what I was like, trying to get It's at, either like... that or kill yourself, like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, don't focus on the alcoholic part too much. I was just, I was just in my head. I was imagining the alcoholism was why his marriage went wrong. That's fucked up. We shouldn't talk about addiction, or we'll get canceled. Yeah, okay, we could cancel that. I mean, Kendrick cut that. No, I say we leave it in. I mean, it... Referring to every clip left on the cutting room floor as being canceled. <laughs> Canceling this segment. Oh god. Anyways, it's back to NFTs. Yeah, um, so these old divorce energy dudes are fucking selling these, are buying and selling these things for six figures on average. Some of them have sold for a couple of million. Um, dollars? Dollars. <laughs> $3.4 million, um, which was, I don't even know what this thing is. It's just. It's just a gold ape with a pinwheel hat. <laughs> and it sold for $3.4 million in October. Um, so, you know. Apparently, there is built into the board ape designs is a rarity. And this one, this little picture of an ape had gold fur. And that is why it is worth $3.4 million. This little this little piggy went to market. This little piggy went home. This little piggy bought fucking 30 NFTs, dog. What in the fuck? 
I gotta look at OpenSea and look at what the most expensive one that's been sold today is. I I think, I think it, <laughs> it's just so bizarre because it's like, it's like trading cards and shit that NFTs were inspired by, like you know, like rare Literally. baseball cards only produced one time. There's like an actual rarity. There's like an actual tangible reason for the value to be higher. It's like inflated by like desire and all that stuff, but. This is just saying, like, hey, this one's rare because we said it is, and it's worth this money because we said it is, and just thousands and thousands of people being like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to question that at all. I I agree completely, actually. And it's going to be really funny when, at some point in the future, a lot of people realize that this is just meaningless and just all of this money is going to, like... There's gonna be fucking yeah. like. There's gonna be people. <laughs> Wait, what were you saying? I not to get us off track on NFTs just in general, but just just so we have a little bit of a frame of reference for how insta- insanely stupid this is. So you buy NFTs um, for, with Ethereum because they have to be different. Um, the, there's there's an entire developer team here um, that just sells people like titles, like like a title. Um, and it's called the series is called Titles of Influence. Um, they have one on sale for five thousand Ethereum, which just so everybody knows is c- currently five thousand Ethereum is twenty one million nine hundred and forty five thousand um, dollars, and it's just a JPEG that says POTUS. Huh? <laughs> okay. Well, what the? They're just paying like millions of dollars to have one of those. MMO name tags floating above their head, like a bearer of the torch you get for completing it's like like, a the forum intro quest. Signature. Like a fucking forum signature. <laughs> what was. Oh god, where's the thing where the guy just died? Uh, Lotax. <laughs> what was the. Lotax, yeah. yeah. What the hell is that for? Something awful. Something awful, yeah. Remember something awful? Did you ever have a something awful account? No, no. I, uh, I ended up Guess when I was know. like 12 to 15 years old having an account on. The Blockland forums, which is a <laughs> an account for, it's it's a forum for a Lego game where um, the creator of the game abandoned <laughs> the, developing the game for drawing inflation porn and like racist political comics or something. Okay, I'm going to that developer team uh site you just put in, Greg. Somebody put a quote by Napoleon Bonaparte. That reads, I am for the whites because I am white. I have no other reason, and that one is good. Oh, hold no. on, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. What? <laughs> oh, no. What did you just read to me? Uh, I have no idea. Who, like, like, who, who posted this? The developer, the developer team. The that's developer? The influence. Oh, Jesus Christ, that's not What's good. What's the quote? What's the quote? It is, I am for the whites because I am white. I have no other reason, and that one is good, by Napoleon Bonaparte. Um, I didn't know Napoleon Bonaparte was racist. Um, I, I feel like it was I've probably safe to assume he was, though. It was safe to assume, but I don't. I have, I'm not very read, well read up on French history. But um, this thing is going for $263. A JPEG of a poorly cropped, it's a poorly cropped picture. The quote is like half cut off. It's not a good... I should just link this image for y'all. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this it is says developer hates. team. Who is, I don't I, think it's... It's not actually the developers of um, OpenSea. No. It's just, it's some, just a, play, a group of people called... 
developer team. Which, the Turks can be killed, but they can never be conquered, is an NFT that they have for sale. Oh my god! <laughs> Which, first off, let's, let's be real. Go off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they just all Napoleon quotes? It's We're getting so off track from trim. We're getting so off track from chimps. So, so sorry to the so sorry to our six hundred viewers. Okay, now they're Abraham Lincoln and Gandhi. <laughs> I, I just thinking about this too hard starts to hurt after a while. It's these these are so so funny because they are just poorly cropped, terrible colors, just basic ass, basic ass white. Text you know what this is? This is like monetized. These are monetized Tumblr posts. <laughs> like the fucking quotes where you just like put text on like a background of like white girls at the beach. Price high to low. We've got um uh, an NFT here for sale for nine nine hundred ninety nine point nine hundred ninety nine Ethereum. Um. Which just four million that's four million dollars. And it's just a cropped image of a Socrates quote that he probably didn't even say. That just says <laughs> death may be the greatest of all human blessings. That's I There are bids on these things. I that's that's disappointing. I thought maybe he was just setting a price and no one was biting, but Bro Doodle Punk number seventy seven. You know what? Fuck it. I, you know what? I don't even respect it enough to copy the link. We're snipping tooling this. <laughs> we're we're right click saving this image. We're right click saving. This is an NFT on sale. Right <laughs> oh God! Wait, just, we have to do this one the, though. For, for the, the folks at home, for the folks at home, I'm just gonna describe it to you. Um, it is a circle, um, with a with a face drawn in it, with the eyes and nose being circles. Um, and the mouth being a series of circles. So it kind of looks like if a four-year-old drew a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. Um, and then that circle is in a, a wooden boat, a hammock, something. Just a... Uh, a wobbly the moon triangle. Does? What's the a thing crescent. the moon does? A crescent. It's in a crescent. And that's that's $400,000. Okay. Oh, no. Are there bits on this thing? Was it I can't up tell. I can't fucking tell. I don't understand. I feel like some of these NFT things, it's a collection of a thousand images. None of them have ever sold. But just like the stock market, they have a billion dollars in value. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's um, how Bezos okay. got rich. So, the Board 8 Yacht Club also just like launched this new Yacht Club, the Mutant Ape Yacht Club, which is just the board apes, but they have they have melted faces, like Fallout mutants or something. How um, creative! <laughs> they have like the Family Guy character design process, where it's just like a template of a guy in the same exact like three fourths <laughs> angle pose, and they just add like slightly different features and just put them in the background somewhere. <laughs> hold on, hold uh, on. I think I can I can buy one of these. Wait, never mind. I can't. No, these things are like. 20 to 50 thousand. No, 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 no. People are, people are making offers and it just has to sell for whatever the, the minimum offer is. So currently, I could buy Board Ape Yacht Club at number 8470, which is just... Um, this is going to sound fucked up because just he's just wearing a striped shirt, but it looks French. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the last bid on it was $21. Well, However, uh, the minimum bid here 
is $263,000. So people are just ignoring that and selling, setting lower offers regardless, or...? Yes, but they don't sell for anything lower than 42, uh, 42 Ethereum. That's the floor price that Board Ape Yacht Club has set. And so can they do that? Is that allowed? Are they allowed? Open works. You can set a minimum bid. That doesn't see. Uh, all right. Well. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go ahead. I'm gonna look at something up. Uh, 42 ETH to US dollars. That's um, a lot of money. So that's it's 4,300 bucks as your minimum to buy one of these things. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. And so many people the, do. They actually do. They spend money on it. Yeah, all of the the bottom the floor price of any board API club is forty two Ethereum. That's just like where they all start at these days, I guess. Um I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think Jesus Christ. I mean and the worst part is like like people keep buying it. Like they're just like they're justified in doing this because people are actually doing it. They're actually buying it. There's also uh, a board ape kennel club, the which is just Shiba dogs. Shiba Inus, uh, because that's the internet's fucking dog. <laughs> Remember when there was just like a, a picture of a dog on a couch like eleven years ago, and that was all that was. Remember when you could go online, right, and you did nothing cost money. <laughs> and there was no such thing as cryptocurrency and the world was sane and Obama was president but it was still his first term so there was hope um, I used to come, no, used to come home young. from school do you remember coming home from school in like 2010 and like the climate hadn't warmed up too too much yet so you still had snow in the winter time and nobody <laughs> was really crazy about it um, and then you close your eyes and wake up and it's 2021 and um we're in hell. No, I was going to say we should leave it silent for a little while, because that's how it feels. Okay. We're in 2021, and a picture of a chimpanzee on the internet just sold for I think right after I think right after I said what I said, uh, we need to insert the sound of the guns falling silent at the end of World War One. I. <laughs> I, You know what? Fuck it. The greatest geopolitical tragedy of the, tragedy of the 20th century was the fall of the Ottoman Empire. Prove me fucking wrong. Um, I can't, but you know what? I fuck with Ottomans. <laughs> we I don't know no, enough about Ottomans. <laughs> should we not? <laughs> we, we should not fuck with them. We can trace every conflict in the Middle East since 1915 directly to the Sykes-Picot Agreement. <laughs> um, so what does this have to do with monkeys? Yeah, no, so... Um, I Nothing. I <laughs> no, it, it, it does. First of all, I... I tweeted no, the, the Ottoman other Empire shit. Has oh no, the Ottoman. I mean, the Ottoman Empire. I, I don't think had anything to do with chimpanzees or primates. But yeah, no. So the I tweeted a couple of days ago. Um, NFTs are the worst thing to happen to primatology since Travis the chimp. And I mean that in the way that like Travis the chimp has irreversibly changed people's perceptions of chimpanzees and primates in general as like these beasts that will rip your face off and at a moment's notice if you get too close to them, which while it does have benefits, like, nobody tries to, nobody really tries to keep pet chimpanzees anymore, um, hopefully, I, don't, I mean, I'm, I assume the rates of ch chimp pet ownership fell after that, um, mm -hmm. and also gave people, like, more of a realistic respect for a chimpanzee's strength and, like, unpredictability, but NFTs have just, 
in a similar way have just like ruined the public's perception of chimps where like if you if you if you see a chimpanzee like thoughts of 3.6 million dollar jpegs come to mind and you're like oh man what if i took a picture of this and was like haha look at my new nft and you like post it on facebook and someone like sets down their wine glass to type haha too funny and then you comment on your post um that's what that's what i mean by they have impacted primates negatively. Can I can I just say, like, are the Board Ape Yacht Club NFTs chimps? Yes, I, they yes. are. I, I would like, they're supposed I to be. Oh, oh no, no. Um, I that I had no idea actually. They I just kind of look like a generic monkey. They don't. They're not. They I mean, look like like. Yeah, they're chimp like, but I feel like they base their design off of like fucking Curious George or something. Which in turn, Curious George was based on minstrel shows character design which means that nfts are racist was he really yeah basically all animated characters from like between 1900 and 1950 were just based on old minstrel show faces like blackface that's why their faces are always like a different color and they have different colored lips holy shit i didn't know that yeah that's why like mickey mouse is like a well okay i okay i guess i did i did know that but i didn't know curious george was a part of that Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, the man in the yellow hat, white savior man, went to got a monkey as a pet and can't control him because he's too childlike. Oh no! Oh, oh Jesus no. Christ! I haven't even. Oh, I, I need. Hold on, I need a moment to think about this. <laughs> Austin finds out about racism this week on. Yeah, no, that's Gorilla bad. That's show. not good. <laughs> oh yeah, we we still. Um, I'm I'm in the process of inviting someone more qualified onto the show to like talk about that, but. Um, if that if that falls through, then we can I I guess read some books or something. <laughs> but um, I guess. Yeah, I mean I guess, but uh, shit, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, um, oh and the <laughs> that other really threw you for that one, huh? The the negative impact NFTs have had on chimps, besides the fact that everyone is just gonna think of like Jimmy Kimmel's god awful, ugly looking profile picture when they see a chimp from now on, um. It's also, like, directly, like, physically impacting them in a way. Like, if you think about the environmental impact of NFTs, like, the electricity usage from just one transaction to buy, like, this stupid-ass picture, um, you know, that contributing to global warming, contributing to uh, habitat loss, or not habitat loss necessarily, but, like... No, actually, hold on. It does contribute directly to habitat loss because it's already there's already a known link between big nfts like this where the price goes really really high known money laundering for drug cartels and they're just use and not all of them are in africa obviously but i'm sure there are operations in africa where they are clearing habitat to to you know grow drugs for the american market <laughs> i thought you were gonna say like they're clearing like chimpanzee forest habitat to build bitcoin mines oh well not yet <laughs> not, hopefully not yet that we know of, but, um, yeah, no, and just, like, the overall impact on global warming, like, however small is still impacting chimps, like, you know, like, say if it's a couple degrees hotter on average, certain fruits that the chimps eat won't bloom, then the chimps can't spread those seeds by eating them and pooping them out later, and so, you know, the, the fruit species starts to go out, and that's a food source gone for the chimps, and so on and so forth, um, so... Yeah, no, I mean, it's just really not good, and it's it's actually kind of a little sad when I see, like, 
chimpanzee sanctuaries or like zoos or other nonprofit shit that like ostensibly works uh for the benefit of endangered primates it it hurts to see them get involved in nft shit because like i know they're just doing it for money because i mean most of their funding is like half like rich celebrities trying to get tax write-offs anyways but it, it just sucks to see these places start to like actively pander towards this new um lamer form of <laughs> tax write-offs and money laundering like for example i've seen some nft brands i guess start up where they work in conjunction conjunction rather with fucking uh chimpanzee sanctuaries and like donate a sliver of the profits but it's like it's it's a it's like 10 percent at most and it's like is it really worth the humiliation of like begging crypto bros on twitter to buy your monkey nft or like send donations in the form of like cum coin or whatever the fuck yeah i mean it is it's phenomenal how uncool the nfts are yeah, it's just, just the whole industry. It's impressive how lame it has made chimps. Like it used to be when you went on the internet to see a, like a picture of a chimp, it would be a a moment of joy and like you'd you would experience the endorphin rush of seeing like a monkey, a funny monkey eat a banana or like fart into its own hand. Um <laughs> now the, seeing a chimp online is often associated with feelings of dread and uh, just rage at the sight of someone buying a picture of a chimpanzee for five million dollars, and it's you know overall I I can't say I like it. It's 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 just psychologically damaging to me. Genuinely, um, genuinely just sucks ass. <laughs> the really I remember the best part of the Boy Yacht Club, and by that I mean the worst day for chimps around the globe. Was when the Rolling Stone article came out. Oh no. And it talked about the dude who's like, I don't know, um, what's described by the Rolling Stone as the roguish frontman of Yuga Labs. Does anyone know uh, his identity? No, I think they're all still anonymous. Yeah, no, that's fucking sketchy. I don't like that's Wait, just who's weird. A, who's anonymous? What? The people who made oh, this yeah. thing are just completely anonymous. No one knows anything about them. I, I told you who it was. The Sinaloa Cartel. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> They're tracking my fucking IP after this episode. They're gonna figure uh, out where I live. Greg, could you tell us a little bit more about the Sinaloa Cartel? I'm not familiar with the organization. You're not familiar with the Sinaloa cartel. I don't even know where Sinaloa is. Sinaloa is a state in north, north, uh, northwestern Mexico. Um, the Sinaloa cartel is the main reason Mexico is pretty unstable, um, in addition to American meddling. But the Sinaloa of cartel course. is a big part of it. Um, Sinaloa cartel controls the majority of the drug trade that flows anywhere from south of the Rio Grande into the United States. Um, mm -hmm. What they do is they launder money in different ways. Normally, um, they launder their money the old-fashioned way by... Um, with the avocado um, crops, that's how they've been laundering money for decades. Um, when they ship avocados into the United States, it usually comes along with drugs and and or money that they've laundered that they can then recirculate. And, so uh, are you telling me that back. the millennial obsession with avocado toast was a cultural psyop driven by the Sinaloa cartel? I'm, I don't think so, but damn, that would be cool if it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the, <laughs> anyway, so the Sinaloa cartel, uh, at least a couple low-ranking members of the Sinaloa cartel, have been caught by the Mexican authorities in the past year or so since NFTs came out, um, buying and selling NFTs with laundered money so that they can, you know, they can wash the money so then it's legit. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and so um, a lot of these ones that go really, really high up in price, you know, there's 10,000 unique Board Ape Yacht Club NFTs, and we're really only here from about 30 of them on Twitter, and it's because, like, probably a thousand of them are owned by the cartels, and they sell them to each other back and forth across accounts until the money's clean. Oh, wow. Huh. Yeah, that is... I didn't know that. That is wild, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's already been a couple things I saw on... um screenshots on twitter which so take it at your own fucking this, this feels more <laughs> this feels you, like i don't know hold the... on hold on take this with your own grain of salt i've seen some screenshots on twitter of people <laughs> you know like on uh, on tour like buying drugs for nfts like trading the nft for product oh wow crazy and then wow. they'll trade and then that person now has the token for the nft they sell the nft on OpenSea, and it's clean money it's sort of it's sort of coming full circle to Bitcoin's original purpose of buying black tar heroin on the deep web. That's I, well, I didn't buy heroin with it, but I used to have like three hundred <laughs> Bitcoin, which makes me want to kill myself now. But um, <laughs> yeah, and I like bought like weed on the Silk Road with it. And that's all you did. And that's all you. And did I'll be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight up with you for three hundred Bitcoin. I got like a half, like a half an ounce. Oh no. Like, that's nothing. That's so little. Yeah, three hundred Bitcoin in today's money is. Um, anybody got the calculator pulled up real quick? No. no, <laughs> yeah, just, no. Let me just tell you guys how much three hundred Bitcoin is in, in U.S. dollars in twenty twenty one. Three three hundred BTC to USD. Oh, it's uh, nothing crazy. Just um um. <laughs> hold on, counting commas here. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Seventeen million dollars. That's the world's Damn, most expensive roach. <laughs> did you at least it's, did uh, you savor it? Did you Wu Tang it? It was shitty weed. It was ditch weed. <laughs> it was like the same shit I could have just bought like at school. <laughs> it's seventeen million. I had seventeen million dollars. <laughs> you had seventeen million dollars worth of ditch weed. That's incredible. Do you know how depressing that is? Uh, yeah, yeah like honestly. sometimes i think about some, like when i have like stupid... oh, sorry continue <laughs> go ahead no you go ahead oh yeah no sometimes <laughs> i think about like when i have like ten dollars in my pocket i think about like when i was watching this movie from like the black and white 1950s movie era or whatever the hell that my grandma was watching where they were like flipping out and like screaming in joy over getting five dollars as a paycheck i think like damn i could go back in time and like buy a house with this money or some shit and then and then you and then you think like all the people who just like you did spent 300 bitcoin on shitty weed and it's like you know what maybe <laughs> maybe some people have it worse i i could go back in time with like three grand and like buy a senator <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, so... I think i've made myself angry about <laughs> nfts enough for one day honestly you guys want to move on to the questions? Like let's, the... let's do some questionnaires. Yeah. Honestly, we can leave the NFTs open-ended because I'm sure we could fit it in over and over and over again. This is going to be a recurring problem, and I hate it. Yeah. I, I love have... it. It's good content. I feel like next time we talk about NFTs, we might touch on how bad blockchain is for the environment. 
But I will I will say, guys, just anybody, if you're listening and you are a Board Ape Yacht Club owner, um, if you really want to prove to us NFTs are worthwhile, um, you can go ahead and don us, donate us um, a Board Ape Yacht Club uh, NFT, and we'll yeah. take it. Yeah, we'll, we'll take parties. it, and then we will shill the fuck out of it for the rest of this podcast's history. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we're also going to, I think, I think uh, me, and, me and Chandran talked about this, Austin. I think we should change um, the pod's profile picture to Jimmy Kimmel's NFT, <laughs> um, at, least for the, at least for the rest of the week when this episode comes out. Oh, God, that's going to hurt uh, so much. I don't know if I can... It's going to be so funny, though. <laughs> okay? It'll be so funny. Oh, it's going to We can change hurt. it every day. We can change it to... Who else has one? Kevin Durant? Let's change it to his, too. Steph Curry. Or Steph Does Curry. Does Little Baby have Durant one? Kevin Durant has one, too. <laughs> little Baby. I think I Little think Baby, has, baby one. has one. Oh, <laughs> uh, Baby's uh, canceled, though. We can't use his NFT. I, why do Even people more keep of a saying? To use it. <laughs> Actually, as as part of the LGBTQ plus, I will uncancel the baby. <laughs> I, okay, hold on. I also I want to make a correction just right now. Um, we've been saying Jimmy Kimmel this whole fucking time. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel does not own an NFT. It's Jimmy Fallon. <gasps> oh no! So much funnier because he's so much shittier. <laughs> I... It's Jimmy Fallon. I was saying Jimmy Kimmel. Oh my so God. was I. Um, it's um, Jimmy. It's Jimmy Fallon. So just if you're listening, Jimmy, you're a fucking nerd. <laughs> Shit. We're, oh yeah. So the Kofi questions. Coffee. I'm. I'm gonna continue calling it Kofi because I did that at the beginning, and now I'm gonna. Yeah, my favorite. Uh, my favorite uh, chancellor of the world government, Kofi Annan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, despite my arrogance, it is pronounced. You do say the website is Kofi, but the tagline is, you know, buy me a coffee. Well, maybe it's, it's coffee then, don't you think? But like, that's what I, I did think. But I do think it is supposed to be coffee. I mean, it you know it what? has it has a hyphen in between the K O and the F I, yeah. which makes me think there's an oh. emphasis on the separate like pronunciation. I hope we're cutting this out. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I Probably. really hope we're cutting this Probably. out because we do this bit every fucking week. <laughs> it's gonna be a. We're just like, is it coffee or coffee? Every week we do this. Every week we will continue to do it. Okay, so. What are the damn questions? Also, can you give us the login for coffee or something so we can see this shit? Oh yeah, I should probably give you the login at some point. Jesus Christ. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Until now, I just I've just been screenshotting the donations and sending them like, "Hey, look, we got another one." <laughs> okay. Um, so, okay. our first question comes to us from Lef L E F. I think that's how you say it. Uh, question: If there was a hypothetical space ray that (parentheses Deus Ex Machina style) vaporized all monkeys and apes. What would most primatologists go on to do with their lives, and would you still study primates? Um, okay. Excellent I don't podcast, know what by the way. Keep it up. Can, I, can I first ask what is Deus Ex Machina? Uh, I I think it's I think they're referring to the video game series Deus Ex Machina, probably like the first one. I I haven't played it either. I'm gonna be honest, but I think the gist of the question is besides like the if all apes stopped existing. What would primatologists do? Yeah, I mean it. I don't want to focus too hard on the laser part, no matter how funny that is. Um, <laughs> it's a fucking ape targeting laser. Um, that's, that's a good question. I mean, my personal opinion... It's all, it's all primates, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, all pri- if all primates just up and disappeared, like, would it be, like, a... Um, 
What what what's it called when people I don't study know. dinosaurs? I want to do a Jewish space laser joke so bad. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> of it, but I, I didn't know how to fit. I didn't know how to fit it in. Uh, what what's it called when people study dinosaurs? Uh, paleontologists. Paleontologists. Yeah, I mean paleontologists are still a thing. So, you know, the study of extinct species is something that is still like pretty strong today. I think the field of study would definitely lose a lot of momentum because so much of it would. Like, we would lose the ability to do, like, new research and new observations, and we just have to be like, well, we can, uh, you know, assume or theorize based on this and that. But, um, I mean, I think, I- I'm sure people still, like, specialize in studying dodos and shit, even though they're extinct. Um, um. So, I mean, I, I feel like... <laughs> what? Wait, what? What happened? What happened? You know how you do that um thing a lot? Yeah. I was going to say something, and so I said um, and we just did it at the same fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, well, that, that I really appreciate Austin giving a fully legitimate and real realized answer to this bit of a question. <laughs> I was going to give a fully realized answer as well, um, which is um, if there was a, a laser in space that eliminated all the apes and primates from the Earth... And we wouldn't really have to fucking worry about it because we're primates. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh my god, you're right. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I didn't even consider Great. that ankle angle. You didn't consider that ankle, huh? <laughs> no, I did not consider that. <laughs> this question askers killed us all. Yeah, no. So, so um, primatology left. would not continue because we'd all be <laughs> fucking dead as well. <laughs> oh, did Lef, did did uh, Lef pay money for that? Yeah. Um, let's see. Also, can I just, I'm just gonna throw it out there, I'm not to hate on you, Lef, at all. If that is, like, your actual name, I know for a fact you're non-binary. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they're just not, not American. This, is this, they could they be are American. American, and that's just, like, I've, name one non-binary person you know that just, that has a normal name. <laughs> I have a... Because they always, they always pick for themselves a new one that's, like, <coughs> brick, or something crazy like that. <laughs> You can't say that. You can't say that can on say, TV. I, can say, I can't. I, the FCC does not control this podcast. Well, I mean, given our podcast statistics, <laughs> that like gender ratio thing I posted. Oh yeah, you did. It is entirely possible. <laughs> I apologize. Left, go ahead. Most of the left. people listen to this podcast are non-binary. <laughs> go ahead and donate another dollar and tell me if I've confirmed my answer or not. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Greg. All right. <laughs> what are you going to do? Cancel me? Okay, so let's move on to the the next Kofi question. We got two this week, which is impressive. Um, this one was by Stenzi. Sent by Stenzi. I don't know if that's their name or just a username. Um, I have a theory. Don't, don't, make the, don't <laughs> make the same joke, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Stenzi says, you guys should talk about Oliver the Human Z at some point, which could be a whole episode, maybe, if we look into it deeper than the Wikipedia page, which is all I've done so far, but Oliver the Human Z is, um, a performance, performing ape that they wheeled around in, like, freak shows or whatever fucked up shit they did in, you know, 1960s America, um, and they called him the missing link between chimpanzees and humans, which that's, that's not how evolution works, first of all. Uh, 
but they nicknamed him Oliver the Human Z due to his somewhat human-like appearance, and the somewhat is carrying... Is carrying so much fucking weight. Here. It's 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 shouldering a lot of the burden here because he does not look like a human. I mean, he looks bald. That's about as much as I can say about his humanness. And they have him in like fucking tennis shorts or something. But yeah, so Oliver was acquired as a young animal in 1970 by trainers Frank and Janet Berger. Uh, supposedly, the chimpanzee had been caught in the wild in the Congo, and they basically started telling people, yeah, this is a half-human, half-chimp hybrid. Uh, and they had him, like, go around. They taught him, like, funny tricks until, surprise, he grew up and became aggressive. And uh, they also ran some genetic tests on him, and they found out that... Let, let's see, the exact quote is, In 1996, while Oliver was still housed by the Buckshire Corporation, which is, I guess, the corporation that owned this this chimp, which is kind of... Yeah, a subsidiary of BlackRock, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, if they're going to make the argument that this is a human chimp, that's kind of unsettling to legally own it as property. But moving on from that, <laughs> a geneticist from the University of Chicago tested portions of his DNA and revealed that he had 48 chromosomes of a normal chimpanzee, disproving an earlier claim that he had 47, uh... Chimpanzees normally have 48, and humans normally have 46. Uh, in a separate study, Oliver's cranial morphology... Oh, no. Anyway, they were found to <laughs> fall within the range of variability exhibited by the common chimpanzee. Further genetic testing uh, found that Oliver's mitochondrial DNA most closely matched the central chimpanzee subspecies in the Republic of Congo. So, basically, this was a complete lie... And, um, eventually, once they were done exploiting this chimp for, uh, money, they, uh, oh, so actually, um, the performance, like, circus people sold it to Buckshire Corporation, who did scientific and cosmetic testing on the chimp. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, and they, like, starved him, and he had muscular atrophy so bad that he couldn't stand up without trembling. Uh, but in 1998, a sanctuary called Primarily Primates, which would be a good name for the pod, <laughs> took him in and basically like gave him like a fucking life that was not completely miserable. And he spent his last years with his female lover, Raisin. And that's a uh, <laughs> that's that's about all there is to say about Oliver the Human Z's depressing life. Although I'm sure. Um, if we look deeper than the Wikipedia article, we will find some truly fucked up shit. Um, I, this chimp died in 2012, so... Oh, and he also saw the moon landing. Or, wait, actually. He was probably still in the Congo at the time of the moon landing, so maybe not. Unless he could just see really far, but... He's <laughs> really good at looking at this guy. <laughs> He, um, he noticed something was different about the moon today. <laughs> but yeah, um, have you guys? Do you guys have any thoughts about Oliver the Human Z? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at this this the picture of him. Uh, if somebody came up to me and said this thing was the mix between chimpanzees and humans, I would laugh at them. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just a chimpanzee. <laughs> it's just a chimpanzee. <laughs> like this is a normal chimpanzee in clothes. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's literally like dressing up a little chimp in a fancy suit. <laughs> Bring him in as your lawyer. <laughs> yeah, Oliver was my lawyer until I had to find a new one. It is the same. It is the same bit. It's. I. Oh you know, shout out to Oliver for, you know, getting to spend the rest of his days in comfort. Um, but still. Yeah. I wonder what Oliver felt about being compared to a human. You think chimpanzees think they're better than us? Um, I'm I'm so sorry, fellas. First off, my mic has been muted, so all my commentary has <laughs> been gone. Oh, no. Um, second, I just got really sidetracked reading about Oliver the Human Z, and then it led me down a rabbit hole into Hotep. And, <laughs> oh, no. And Why? Also, How? I don't know, because I was just clicking and clicking and clicking. because You did the Wikipedia because... thing where you click on like the first link and then so eventually you takes you back to Hitler? <laughs> no, I was um, going through this, and um, it turns out that uh, just, just uh, a lot of weird, confusing things that don't really connect together and now i'm listening to a recitation of the quran on twitter all right ah uh, yeah i saw that there's a twitter space right now <laughs> they're reading the quran well all right yeah. yeah okay i'm converting i've been thinking about converting for a while you know that really to to islam to islam yeah <laughs> why <laughs> i don't know kind of cool that's cool people got some good food what, what more can you want out of a faith you don't need to be you don't need to be a follower of Islam to have shawarma, buddy. <laughs> I had it yesterday. <laughs> you know, I, I, listen, temple food hits different than restaurant food, you know? It's just always what it is. Do they serve food at, like, do they Mos- do I have no idea. They serve it at temple, though. <laughs> huh. Are you Jewish? No, at the Hindu temple. Yeah, wait, oh. I don't think... This, I feel like, is not a bit surprise. I thought... Hold on, Oof. I thought you were supposed to fucking hate each other. Yeah, you see, but I hate my dad. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's like so a rebellion. So in an act of rebellion, you're gonna do that Islam. bit from TikTok where you join the Pakistani army? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we gotta cut this whole part. Yeah. <laughs> Can't have this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep in every instance of you saying we gotta cut this part just so people know that something... And then cut Cut it to the next Horrible part of happened. the show. I will say, I, I un, un, non-critical support for Pakistan and their struggle to to restore the Mughal Empire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I haven't played enough Paradox Interactive games to understand that joke. So, um, so the Mughal Empire was an empire centered around, you guessed it, Afghanistan. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that controlled. Um, Basically, the uh, most the Indian subcontinent. Yes. Um, until they, the British decided to show up. Mm-hmm. Yep. They basically had control of all over India except for the southeastern tip. And we don't give a fuck about that part, right? That's where my family's from. I care about that part. <laughs> boo, boo. I don't care about. Never found the Mughals, baby. Let's I go. I don't care. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't give a fuck about any part of the world where it, where there's no winter. I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't give a single fuck about anything like in between the Tropic of Cancer and Tropic of uh, Tropic of Capricorn. It's it's too hot there. 
nothing good happens. I'll be real. We need to bring the we need to bring the Mughals back because I, you know what I do at my job all day? I have to talk to people in fucking Bangalore, and they don't. They <laughs> fucking terrible. Fucking awful. You've already gone off against the Bangalore. <laughs> fucking hate Bangalore. I've never never been there. Never plan on going. My least favorite city in the world. Now, here's my writer for this whole thing. Okay. <laughs> go, go support. Go support the indigenous peoples of India and their struggle against the colonization and imperialism of both the Mughal Empire and of Hindus and the caste supremacist state. All right. Fuck, fuck Modi. Caste. Fuck Modi. Fuck, fuck Modi. Modi. Fuck Modi. Oh, Absolutely. Okay. Is this is fuck that going to get us like assassinated by a government non- somewhere? Non completely uncritical. <laughs> if we've been able to uh, dodge Jane Goodall shooters this whole time, we can dodge yeah. Modi shooters. Completely yeah, uncritical fair. support for the socialist movement of uh, Sri Lanka as well. Let's go. Absolutely. Support the Tamil Tigers. I mean, they don't exist anymore, but you know, support the Tamil Tigers. I wish they did. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I'm like so bad with like geopolitical stuff. Like I, I know. I, I, Austin. <laughs> <I'm>, no. <laughs> we, we can talk I about the shining know. path another day. <laughs> I only know any of this stuff because I'm Indian. I do not know like anything outside of the Indian subcontinent and that South Asia in general. Although the extent of my knowledge is probably um, uh, what's that fucking like famous uh. What's what's that famous fucking Gandhi epic book that was written in that like, with like Hanuman the Hindu deity the, the Bhagavad Ma, Gita the Ma, the, yeah the Bhagavad Gita that, what the, the what the Bhagavad Gita the Bhagavad Gita <laughs> uh, and you know the Mahabharata and the Ramayana yeah and they're all from yeah. Mahenjo-daro that show from uh, Ancient Aliens that was clearly nuked if you watch Ancient Aliens <laughs> But yeah, no, the, my extent to the knowledge about that is uh, I know about Hanuman because he is the, like, monkey deity, and... Yes. Um, I went down Just a rabbit a hole one day. Wukong. <laughs> well, or I, I thought it was the other way around, where Wukong was taken... From... What if I just took a hardline stance and was just pro-China now? <laughs> just, like, pro-Chinese pro cultural exports? Um, I don't know specifically the history of Hanuman. But I do know a lot of Hindu gods and the Hindu pantheon is taken from indigenous religious practices. Um, the chief example being Kali. Um, worshippers of Kali have been are like an indigenous group. It's a closed off practice because of the colonization of Hindus in of indigenous people in India. Um, so while indigenous worship and rituals for Kali are like illegal and are shamed upon in india you know there are you know the colonized hindu worship is totally fine uh, and legal you know all right this is all very interesting talk it is we're, we're wildly uh-huh. off track and we have been for about 15 minutes it's fine people are people are gonna love it i can i people can bring it back gonna to, love this. i can bring it back in though um, cause... Well, I just want to say one more thing. <laughs> okay. okay, well, go ahead. <laughs> Jesus All Christ. Alright, hear me out, 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 hear me out. I don't know enough about geopolitics to know if I should be cutting any of this out. <laughs> Probably should cut it out, I don't know. <laughs> Blame the fucking British yet again. That's their fault. But yeah, no, the what the extent of what I know about like I guess the Hindu religion as as it sounds is uh the 
uh, Hanuman, the like monkey deity, is also like the like patron deity of like martial artists and wrestling and uh, wrestlers back in the day. Um, I don't remember specifically what time, but it was like pre-modern era, obviously. Um, would sort of like pray to uh, Hanuman, I guess, as like a because he was like the the martial arts deity, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And another tenet of his was celibacy, right? So um, a lot of wrestlers or warriors, martial artists in general, saw celibacy as something that could make you stronger, um, especially as it relates to your worship of Hanuman, I guess. Um, th- this is something I read in some academic article a while ago, so I'm probably paraphrasing, but... Um, Basically, what I'm saying is there is a historical religious precedent for Goku being used in r slash nofap memes, because Goku is based off of Sun Wukong, <laughs> who is based off of this I fucking, fucking deity. I hate, I hate that that's where you brought Hanuman. Fucking I'm, I'm, Sun okay. Goku. I'm gonna bring Hanuman, I'm gonna bring Hanuman into this by just saying, explains why NFT bros don't fuck. Exactly. 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 <laughs> We've figured it out. It's like a full circle with Goku from Dragon Ball. I hope everybody enjoyed our 20-minute diatribe into Indian geopolitics to bring us to this. <laughs> um, also, do want to note, did a little bit of reading, Hanuman is almost certainly taken from the indigenous religion, religious practices of uh, South India. So does wait? Does that have any relation to Sun Wukong at all? Like, was Sun Wukong based off of? Um, I could not tell you. I don't know anything about Sun Wukong. Um, oh, okay. Who, who fucking knows? I, I don't. Honestly, I saw. I, I heard. I no, heard I that. Lost the time. <laughs> I've I've heard that it's theorized that Sun Wukong is based off of uh, Hanuman, who is based off of uh, what you said. I mean, I would imagine. I I don't know, but I'm the Ramayana. And the Mahabharata might have come out before, you know, Journey to the West. I am like yeah, almost. When those drop. I'm almost <laughs> a long, long time ago. <laughs> I'm almost certain uh, they precede Journey to the West. So yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, Goku, NFT bros not getting any pussy, and uh, Hanuman are all connected. It's all one big circle that involves just zero pussy in the entire process. Um, oh, actually, okay, no, it's here on the page, on the Wikipedia page. Some scholars have identified Hanuman as one potential inspiration for Sun Wukong. See, exactly. Oh, nice. Goku from Dragon Ball is the reason why uh, this like divorced guy wearing a bowler hat can't get laid. Completely changing my stance. Um, I can't believe the Chinese have not only been making cheap knockoffs for us for the last 60 years, but they've been knocking off somebody else's religion for the last 4,000. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Come get me, Xi. <laughs> <laughs> Your social credit score has fluctuated so much in this goddamn episode. No, yeah. Um, Craig is truly. Yeah. Uh, I'm a man of many, many faces. Okay, we Here, should watch, wrap watch. I'll make it. I'll are there are there more again. questions, or can we? I think we. I think it's safe to wrap podcast. it up at this point. Podcast. Yeah, we should. Podcast. I've got a lot of. I'm gonna. I've got a lot of editing to do and a lot of uh-huh. uh, yeah. reading to do to figure out what editing editing to do. <laughs> yeah. So um. <laughs> let's yeah. let's do a little let's do a little outro let's do a little outro. Um, I just like to thank you guys for coming once again. Um, we make a lot of fun jokes. Um, but it's nice to know people are listening. So um, mm-hmm. y'all have a good one. We'll see you next week.
next next week. We don't really see that. Yeah, I mean, do we not? Yeah, no, it's no. It's <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You want me to be real with you both right now? I'm afraid to listen. (laughs) I haven't listened. listened You haven't listened to a single episode? I'm afraid to hear my own voice because I don't even like how I sound like on the phone. Nah, I've been listening and you do sound pretty bad, Greg. Do I sound sound gayer than I am? (laughs) What the hell kind of question is that? I know, I know. That that was like a sweet note to end on for like a brief moment, and then it just immediately turned back around. Yeah, Anyways. no, you just gotta cut out this little part, that little blast bit there. Yeah, you should cut the, the, should cut the blast at the end and, and let it let it let it be just telling everybody a sweet little good night kiss. Oh,